1: Congratulations. You've unlocked some gorilla radio. I am a crypto keeper, Steve Strange. I will break down a digital asset called cryptocurrency. But you'll be rolling I got no time for glitches. I just need to buy land. chasing my what somebody be but I don't Welcome to the finale of this amazing NFT discussion. Now we get into the really more important detailed information. Sit back and enjoy. When you referred to that missed opportunity uh, earlier um, with the, you know, with the well-known Apple and Google, this is, you know, this is a whole, I actually, I think what this is, this is going to blow those out of the water because this is a whole new opportunity and it's going to reach um, even more people around the globe, which makes this much more fascinating. And the, you know, even though as unfamiliar as NFTs are right now this is the more fun side of crypto really because sure. you can hit it on so many creative levels um what's interesting to me is how this is going to put uh, sort of a business aspect um onto the artist because um uh, this you know there's a fine line between uh you know an artist being a good business person and th- those usually fall on i uh, think you know two different issues that that a lot of artists may struggle with if they're not running their own business and so what this will have to uh what this will do to artists is uh kind of you know kind of force them to be a little bit more business oriented because of the um you know the amount of uh, control that they will now have with their art and how it's going to get distributed because um you know one example of being the the issuances or how many tokens, you know, and then what the set price is going to be, and then the uh, the management of where the platform is going to be. So, you're really, you know, one one way that I put it in a previous episode is owning crypto automatically almost makes you uh, an entrepreneur, because there's so many different levels on the business side that you have to think about and manage managing uh, your monetary uh, responsibilities with this. And, um, you know, what's what's peculiar, too, about this NFT capability and making um, more issuance is minting more because it's also referred to as minting is, um, you know, uh, if somebody scoffs at this or laughs at it and doesn't take it seriously about minting more than one art piece, they'll say, you know, well, well, to stop me from screenshotting, you know, your image when I see it somewhere digitally. Sure. And the this is easy. OK, each one is authenticated. And that is the part of the record keeping that puts it on the blockchain, that distributed ledger. Plus, you can't sell me that screenshot. That's true. You yeah. can sell that NFT. So mm, there you I go. I see. I see. And so that's where, again, part of the value lies. The immutability, the, um, the, the, the value of the, the technology, the interoperability, you know, the currency behind it. There's a lot backing each minted art piece, even if it's the same one. Sure. So it can go, you know, it can go really far. And plus, uh, you know, you can't put these screenshots on these other platforms. They're not taking that.
0: Right. <laughs> and, and, and the way, so the way you described that to me just now is that, um, yes, I think this day and age, uh, especially with people who, uh, cause with the internet, we become a huge consumer of, you know, of, uh, I feel like videos and and photos, uh, I think the reason why I'm kind of hopping over the place, I'm trying to gather my thoughts here. So Mm -hmm. I feel like the the reason trading card values have died off for a while is because that of the internet, because to have that image or that artwork on a trading card, the only way to get it back in the day is to buy the actual cards. Right. Mm -hmm. And you can't just without going to the third market, it's, if you buy in retail it's randomized so for example i was i was talking about owning the gambit trading cards right mm-hmm. for me to get them i would have to buy different mini packs until i get the card or i can trade for them mm. and that's what made it fun um but one could argue why why wouldn't i just you know take a picture a Polaroid picture of this Gambit card, then you still have the image. Well, it's not the right. same. It's sort really of like what you just mentioned earlier. It's not the same. Mm-hmm. You know, a screenshot of this. It's not the same as owning the real thing. Exactly. You know, like same thing. If I had a piece of artwork hanging on my wall, you know, if it's an original, it's worth a lot. Mm-hmm. Typically, it's a lot more than a print of the original. Yes. Right. Yeah. So by physically, you know, and as a collector, I want the original. Because I, I, if I collect original artwork, I want the original. I don't want the uh, 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 the, the copy, mm-hmm. you know. And I'll, I'm gonna go ahead and give a big shout out to uh, Steve Levine. So there's there's Steve Levine is known for he's a, a artist that's known for uh, Ninja Turtle artwork. And if you Google search uh, well, if you Google search Steve Levine, you'll find him fairly quickly. But if you Google search um, like Ninja Turtles or you know, there's gonna be one particular artwork that everybody has seen, and it was been, it was it was used to print on everything. I, I remember seeing T-shirts at Walmart with the the four turtles drawn in the '90s style cartoon. It's a '90s style turtle cartoon um, where I think one of the turtles is like coming out of the sewer, like you know, lifting up the uh, the sewer cover, and then the other three turtles they're, they're striking a pose. It's it's one <laughs> of those. It's a uh, iconic uh, artwork of the turtles. And Steve sold that piece of art, the original piece of that artwork recently for some, you know, undisclosed amount. And I remember he reached out to me too. He's like, hey, would you be interested in this? And by the time I could respond to say yes, because he sent it to me in either a messenger or a text, I by the time I responded maybe a few hours earlier later, he already sold it for some, like, huge amount of dollars. And I was like, man, as much as I want to own that, mm-hmm. it's, you know, it, it was something... I mean, I was willing to pay for it, but I was like, man, that's, it's a lot of money, you know? Mm -hmm. But, uh, but again, going back to the topic of owning the original Mm -hmm. um, or owning a print of that, or, you know, so I guess, for example, to explain to people, at least my thought process of what you just said about tokenizing artwork or whatever, the owning the original or owning a, a legitimate copy or a legitimate print Mm -hmm is a lot different than screenshotting or taking a picture of it. Yes. You know? Yeah. So, I mean, sell, t- selling a, a, a Polaroid picture of the original artwork is definitely not the original. <laughs> or or worse, taking a picture of a print that was uh, made of the original is definitely not the same. Exactly. So,
1: That's so. exactly it. And um, what's interesting is there's a platform called Wax. Wax.io. Okay. And what they do is they specialize in... Um, uh, Collectibles such as trading cards. Wow! So they have tops, they have Atari, and they have Garbage Pail Kids. Wow!
0: I didn't know that.
1: And uh, wouldn't you know it? Every time they come out with the card pack, boom, oh. sell out. Oh yeah, they sure. Sell the freak out. And here's the funny part is, uh, whenever you buy a pack of these cards, um, there there might be a special edition card in there. Right. And uh, you know, and so it could be easy. <laughs> It's funny because these special edition cards will either have a particular graphic to it Uh and either they could be filtered differently. Right. They're like so one of a kind unique that the value on it uh, um, is a lot more than the average trading card in that digital pack. Right. And I'm excited about that. So it comes, uh, you know, all these different types uh, are available. The Atari trading pack are basically cover Uh, Cover art from all the old games. Sure. And then the tops have all the sports trading cards. Um, They haven't announced too much about that. They did like a special release. But again, all this is just starting. All of this is just beginning. And they had a special uh, release on. um, So that one particular uh, EDM uh, guy, Deadmau5, he actually got in on this and made his own uh, uh, pack of trading cards. And all they were were just photos of of him on tour. (laughs) <laughs> and so one pack of trading cards would be just photos of him on tour or the right. other ones would be actually video clips. Then, wow. The other beautiful part about this is the video capability, you know, so uh, not only that, with some of uh, a lot of these art platforms, um, you can apply uh, like, for instance, his music, the EDM deadmau right. music you can apply his music onto a special um, piece of artwork in which he collaborated with a visual artist. And so you have this NFT piece that's f- done from these two renowned artists that can easily sell for $20,000 because of their, uh, you know, their renowned presence and their, you know, um, so let being me ask, well known.
0: Sorry to interrupt, but let me ask you this. Uh, so I wrote it down. I wrote down wax IO, right. right? That's mm-hmm. where you said that platform was on. Dot IO. Uh, yeah. d- excuse me. Wax dot IO. Yeah. Is that on the Ethereum blockchain? Or?
1: Interestingly enough, they run it off of the EOS uh, blockchain, which is a derivative from Ethereum. Okay. So one of the co-creators of Ethereum went off and created his own uh, operating system, which is okay. EOS. EOS. And the reason they used EOS be, is because they're more refined and they have they have a faster um, transaction speed okay. time. Because you know the Ethereum system is congested right now. Sure. You know, because it's. Uh, it's like using the early version of dial-up. You know, it's sure. taking a long time for a lot of these actions to, to process through. And we, we're we waiting for that that day and age when everything is just super quick, you know, one or two seconds gotcha. time. So and l- so it's using EOS, which is much faster.
0: Gotcha. So I wrote that down, EOS. Well, let me ask you this. How does a regular person, let's say I had, if I had no... Um, so if it's one of my friends that have no experience with uh, cryptocurrency that doesn't mind, that doesn't have a wallet that doesn't have any of this stuff. Mm-hmm. How does a how does one or a regular individual, like, you know, maybe there's a collector out there. Maybe, the, you know, I have some friends that collect pop figurines, right? Mm-hmm. So maybe this is like the next thing um, to collect, you know, these trading cards or digital videos or whatever. Yeah. So how does one start? Like, how would I go if I don't know what to do? Because, I mean, it seems overwhelming to me because it's all new stuff, right? Mm-hmm. So if I never did any of this before and we have the information, like how does one take the information EOS and and go go from there to get these, you know, collectible trading cards? Because I am interested actually. I
1: know, I know. I've actually been wanting to get my hands on these trading cards so bad, but they sell out so fast. And uh, (laughs) you have to have – your your wallet ready okay so of course you begin going to um you know an exchange and wherever you would purchase uh crypto so the most popular ones are coinbase here Sure. so the american exchanges would be um uh coinbase and then uh, there's another one called kraken with the k yep and uh they're um particularly interesting to point out because they've become uh you know they've uh grant they've been given a a banking license so now they're slash a bank they so they have a lot of banking functionalities gotcha and then uh another one is called gemini they're um um, also another popular american exchange and then there's one called bitrix so these particular exchanges uh you would go create an account and Mm -hmm. the 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 account's got to be very thorough because they have the the rules and regulations that are still all around getting in place you know so um, part of the, uh, sign up process is to, you know, when you fill out the application is you're submitting your ID to make sure it's all valid and you're good to go. Right. And then, so from there you're purchasing, um, the crypto, right? So you can go purchase the Bitcoin, the Ethereum, the, uh, you know, the EOS even. So,
0: okay. So, so if I wanted, let's say if I wanted to start today, right. Mm-hmm. To, uh, to somehow get these, uh, digital or these blockchain trading cards, right i would uh first op- uh open up an account with one of the exchanges that you mentioned such as coinbase yes. or Kraken mm-hmm. Gemini or bitatrice and then I would uh create an account which requires i guess some kind of photo id right right which which i by the way I've done with coinbase okay. uh, and I have a Bitrix account but the uh so for everybody who's listening they wanted to do this they would open one of these accounts and then buy the the correlating uh cryptocurrency so for these trading cards you're saying it's eos Yeah. so how would i is it so i i don't have any any holdings in this mm-hmm. so so then the next very important piece is yes. to
1: uh transfer uh your newly purchased coins into your own uh personal digital wallet because a lot of these platforms will always ask you to connect a wallet Right. They don't and they do not work with exchanges. So, what you do is you send these coins to a wallet. And so, the most um, commonly used and most uh, interoperable or the most accessible wallet is uh, one called MetaMask M E T A Mask. And it's got a logo of a
0: fox head. I remember this. I Very, I, I... <laughs> very easy. And
1: yeah, it's yeah. been around for quite yeah. some time. And they've really upgraded since the early days. And right. so, that is the most common one, and that you'll have less issues in connecting with. And uh, so, when you send, you would send, uh, you know, your 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 tokens or your coins to that wallet, right? And so they'll be sitting in there, and that's how you would connect to all of these platforms. So you buy some Ethereum, you send it to your MetaMask. So then, when you go into these platforms and you want to start uh, conducting business, mm-hmm. then one of the options on the website is uh, connect wallet. So when you hit connect wallet, you know, it should, uh, start to prompt the task of you, um, you just you know, like if it's, uh, if it's, if MetaMask is downloaded on your PC or right. on your mobile, whenever you hit connect wallet, it'll prompt uh, the next icon, which would be, you know, asking you if you want to connect your MetaMask, simple point and click. That's gotcha. all it is. And then, um, you know, it'll start to carry out that way. And, um, you know, it'll connect to your wallet. So that way, it, you can send easily send your tokens and and begin your purchases, and it's not you know going to compromise your account in any way because you have to uh, either flat out just give them your password to your MetaMask, uh-huh. you know, in order for them to just go into your wallet. So it's not you know it's not like dangerous to to you know connect to this unknown you know site or anything.
0: Well, I've I've used Meta uh, MetaMask before, and okay. it was to play a game, and I just realized I haven't accessed that in years. And I think I was trying to play a game called um what was it what was it called? Crypto politics or something. It was like some yeah. kind of Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's like a uh
0: civilization type, type game. game. Yeah. Exactly. Um so I, I downloaded made Meta, um uh, MetaMask to and I put some cryptocurrency on there to play the game mm-hmm. and I didn't know what the heck I was doing. Oh I know. Yeah but it's it and those it, a I lot, great th- though.
1: A lot of th- A lot of those early, um, earlier moments were yeah. stuff that was just still getting built, and sure. it's getting a little easier, little by little. There's more yes. developers coming in. They're more, uh, you know, they're refining the whole thing. So, yeah. it's gonna make it a lot uh, um, user friendly eventually. Yes. Very, very soon. This this stuff rolls. It takes time to build a developer, sure. but sure. Once it's built, man, this stuff happens overnight and takes over. And uh, so. And speaking of that particular uh, exchange called Gemini, mm-hmm. they purchased a, an art platform called Nifty Gateway. OK. OK. So this this is a very peculiar um, um, art platform to to get acquainted with. And I'm, I'm I have yet to start the application process on this. But I mean, again, if you're just starting out and if you're just an artist, a lot of these platforms make it easy to to kind of help you make that transition in creating an NFT. So basically, it even says on their, this Nifty Gateway um, website um, that's backed by Gemini Exchange, so it has a lot of credibility. That says we have the technology, you have the talent and creativity. You know, so basically, all you're gonna do is use their tools or use whatever it is that they have available to create that NFT and put it on their marketplace, and you know, boom, you're off, on, you know, off and running. So what's interesting is they just recently had an announcement on uh, their latest NFT uh, highlight, which is the creator of Rick and Morty, Justin mm-hmm. Royland. He just now started to get into the NFT space and he's wow. created uh, a, an account in Nifty gateway and he's still going to start selling some of his Rick and, Mo- Rick and Morty artwork in wow. the gateway. Wow. So yeah, I mean, that's what I'm saying. There's so This, this is going to uh, be a fun space to get involved in. He's, you just, you know, pick one, start to learn it a little bit more, get acquainted, and then, you know, go from there. And, uh, you know, there's and so there's a when you when you want to look into some of the statistics or some mm-hmm. of the data that's available, too. There's one called Nifty's dot com. It's a directory. So Nifty's dot com will show you all of the marketplaces so you can go from there and uh, pick um, what what type of marketplace you want to check out? I'm I'm writing that down oh, and yeah. Nifties. Nifties. How, yes. how do you spell that? N i f t i e s dot com, and um, it's a directory, so you can go in and it's got a you know a search engine, so you can like and it breaks it down into categories. Those categories being art, collectibles, gaming, VR, or wow. just blogs, and it you huh. know it takes you down the to whatever direction that's most interesting to you. And then another one is called crypto art dot io. Crypto art um tracks the more uh the 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 more data driven stuff, like sure. um, you know, the percentages of sales, the increase in sales, like to see that. That, that record monthly uh, all-time high uh, and it shows you the progression and all the charts have this curve that's just going straight up mm. so you can find out all the in you know, the background if you're very analytical you can find that on the crypto to see the the behind the scenes behind the you know um uh the more that data-driven stuff and uh you know and as far as even music, this, so for the musicians out there, um, a popular platform is called uh, Mintbase. And Mintbase, M-I-N-T base, ba- base, Mintbase is one word. They're a, uh, a marketplace again for more um, for a lot of art, but they have a lot of music uh, music um, audio downloads. So if you're a musician. You could actually sell some of, uh, you know, a song or like a sound bite, you know, right. with them because they have a pretty uh, popular uh, movement and, and uh, familiarity in that space as far as it being very uh, accommodable to, uh, you know, musicians. But so many, uh, you know, even their YouTube channel, they have a lot of information on how basic or how to get started. And YouTube helps a lot in a lot of these things, you know, when you want to find out about how to progress into this space even more. But, you know, you really wouldn't imagine how creative you can get with some of this into, into the crypto space via the art or via the NFT capability. That's what makes this so fascinating is like, um, you know, your, your, the ability to tokenize anything, yeah. anything. I mean, even like event tickets, domain names, ownership records, the list goes on. Well, wow. I mean, I think another quick example. Uh, mm-hmm. So as far as event tickets, you know, like right. for Comic-Cons out there um, in the past, they've they've tokenized, um, you know, they've made uh, event tickets NFTs. So all you really have to do is show you've purchased that NFT. And with that ticket, you you basically present it. And then that also um, gives you the ability to be uh, receptive to any kind of airdrops or any particular uh, extra benefits like as that owner you're also um, able to receive like um, tokens to the event or any kind of assets special release uh, asset digital assets you know via being the owner of that event ticket at nft you can have access to that you know you're you have a valid claim to these extra you know type
0: of just whatever it is basically. <laughs> it's so crazy man like, I feel like I'm starting to feel, I mean, there's so many things you discuss that, that will, you know, I, I predict can potentially happen. Um, things are happening now. Yes. You know. Um, Via
1: the virtual space, considering the environment of whatever happens, you know, uh, the various types of restrictions, right? Mm-hmm. There's still in a huge expanding market in the digital space to think about.
0: Yeah, I, mean, wh- I mean, I'm just thinking to myself right now, when when you know any of all this crypto stuff is being used on a daily from the masses from everybody Mm -hmm. when crypto becomes being used like how everybody uses netflix and amazon i mean that's when like i feel like right now it's it's not i i feel like i have a lot of people ask me is it too late to get into this you know i'm like no we haven't even started right you know, they're like, well, I missed Bitcoin when it was fifty bucks or a hundred bucks or two hundred or five hundred, a thousand bucks because they kept saying, Oh, it's too much now, it's too much now. I missed it when it was fifty cents or a dollar or up <laughs> to current pricing, right? Mm-hmm. Well, I, I I don't think we're there, not just in the evaluation of what Bitcoin and Ethereum is worth, but I don't even think we're close because you know, when I'm looking around, I don't see, you know, people using Bitcoin and Ethereum like how people use Cash App yet you know, Mm -hmm. or Netflix or all the things that you just, just you mentioned, you know, it's not something that, you know, a hundred, I can say safely right now, 99 out of a hundred people I know do not use any of that stuff you just mentioned. Right. And when it does, holy crap. That's what
1: kind of blows me away right now is the artists that we know have no idea what's
0: coming. Right. And it's all good. Yeah. I mean, I don't, (sighs) And like I said, I'm, I am i wouldn't consider myself an early adopter in, in comparison to some of these other people, but I have been, uh, I I became a believer in, in the Ethereum, a true, true believer uh, when I started mining it. You know, I was like, oh, wow. You know, people, uh, we, I can actually use this to, if I wanted to play CryptoKitties or, or this or that. Mm-hmm. And back then, there was only a handful of uh, dApps that I could use Ethereum for at the time that I knew of and now when I recently checked I guess a month or two ago um, there's over 2,500 dApps out there you know decentralized apps Mm -hmm. um, to do different things you know of course I think it's going to transform the how our world operates uh, due to the fact that it's transparent it's a public ledger that no one person government body or group or even government can change or manipulate, you know, because mm-hmm. right now, you know, like um, if if somebody was doing shady business, and you're like, "Hey, uh, I'm going to start this business. You're an investor. Give me a hundred thousand dollars." Right? Mm-hmm. Um, with it being on crypto, if it was in crypto, you can see where all the money goes, or you can see where all the cryptocurrency is moved around. Like, for example, hey, um, so if I'm opening up a, a a comic book shop, hey, we spent this much on shelves, this much on product, Mm -hmm. this much on electricity, this much on this and that. Whereas if there is, if you have a shady business partner or somebody you don't trust, you don't know if that guy's pocketing money, you know, he can say I spent $50,000 on merchandise, but he really spent 25 and, and took a big vacation with his family with the other 25,000 of your money, you know, because it's, you you know, you just, you're just trusting that guy. Oh yeah, here it is. And you know, he can make up, you know, invoices or receipts or whatever. Whereas I feel like if, you, uh, on the, if you're using blockchain technology, it shows you know, where it is, it's public ledger, it's not something he can change. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, "Hey, I spent one Ethereum today, right? Let's, let's call that 1,200 bucks. Yeah. I spent tw- one Ethereum today on this, and then it's there. You can check it, and he, he can't change it, the business can't change it, the government can't change it, and it's like near impossible, if not impossible, to hack.
1: And this digital age is something that no one can change as well. It's right. full steam ahead. And uh that's one reason when you mentioned we haven't even gotten started because the industry and corporations, uh, for regular business as we know it today hasn't even started. They right. haven't even uh, begun. And when they find out the I think they've already now they've figured it out how much um costs will be cut using this technology. Yes. yes. It's gonna be even more um uh, you know, eye-opening, especially for artists out there that are, you know, dealing with a lot of shipping and handling. Yes. That's going to exactly change that around as well because you are you have the NFT already available. That transaction takes place instantly real-time within wherever you're buying it. Right. And there's no need for shipping and handling. So that's going to cut that cost for just the artists as well. Right. So again, the, the, the proportions on this are, are incredible to find out once you just begin to kind of venture down where this is going.
0: So, so to add on to that topic just now, you said, you know, uh, so first thought I had was as a person who uh, buy comic books or buy art or collect art or collect comic books, mm-hmm. you mentioned, you know, one of the headaches is that, you know, if you create something as if you're an artist and I'm the consumer, I'm the customer, I'm making a purchase from you, right? Uh, we both have to be on the, like, I have to make sure. So if I use PayPal, for example, I'm paying you PayPal. Uh, one of the issues I had in the past, or I know other people also had in the past, is that if I made a purchase from you, and let's say I'm buying a, you're selling me original art, and I'm buying this from you, and we agree on a price. Let's say for the sake of this example, it's five hundred dollars, right? If I buy from you for five hundred dollars, there's a couple things that can happen, mm-hmm. right? One, um, you know. You have to ship it. So it's a pain in the butt for you. You have to ship it, which Mm -hmm. you just mentioned. Mm -hmm. And let's say it gets damaged, right, Mm -hmm. in in transit. And one could say, well, there's insurance to cover it. Mm -hmm. But by the time they, you know, you have to go through that process, it's a headache. And then you get the money back and you have to create another one. So I have to play a waiting game again, which is fine. But uh, let's say shipping goes well and everything goes well, but I still have to pay $500 plus shipping Mm -hmm. and I still have to wait for it and everything else. So that's the other thing. For some collectors, they want the physical, I get it. Mm -hmm. But there's going to be collectors out there that they just, you know, for example, uh, with this whole crypto thing, you know, if they have dApps or whatever, if I'm buying this item from you, it might be one of a kind, one of 50. You know, once I own it, I own it. And the transaction part of it is quick and fast and simple. Mm -hmm. You know, so one of the problems lies with PayPal is that if you send it to me or I pay you, Mm one of the things that scammers do is I, I say, Hey, I agree. I'll buy this for me for $500 and you ship it to me. And then I can tell, I can tell PayPal that you never sent it to me or it wasn't what you uh. promised. Right. So as an artist or as a seller, you can get screwed by me making a fraudulent claim, you know, and I've heard that happens, you know, and it happens uh, with the explosion of Facebook marketplace or eBay or everything else that where the transactions being made, mm-hmm. you know, the, the person so who contr- so paypal makes the decision if you know if you're going to get your money back or if i'm going to keep my money right yeah. so with with uh, as far as with uh, ethereum you know it's uh, it's whatever we agree on and as long as that agreement is made there's no changing that right so it's super safe like they're in the safe in the sense of if i agree to pay you 500 for this digital token or this piece of digital art Mm -hmm. once we both agree and we both hit accept it it happens and there's no you don't i don't get a refund or you don't get your artwork back or whatever right so that transaction is done Mm -hmm. and there's no third party exactly that's the beauty
1: of the decentralization of of the you know where this is all based off of and you know if there's an issue the transaction will fail and then there's no harm no foul because you know the more refined the system gets it's as simple as that. I've had already, you know, various types where I've tried to send crypto like Ethereum and yeah. it, something was amiss or you know, something would happen. There would be a disconnect and a transaction would fail and the funds would just go back into my wallet, you know, because it wasn't able to process to get to the other side sure. to the receiving end. And it's as simple as that as well. And plus with PayPal, there's a wait time, especially when there's a banking institution in the middle right. trying to you know, that's a pending Transaction and right for days. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. that you got to go through all that mess. So again, this is more of that improvement that's on the way.
0: Well, I definitely think this is the future, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, and with the way this technology is moving, it can happen super quick. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it's going to be one of those things where you you blink your eyes and we're there. You know, I don't re- I don't even remember when Cash App became a thing. I just remember all of a sudden everybody was using it. All right. You know, yeah. and with PayPal, that process was a little bit slower. I felt like that the process was PayPal. What's that? Oh, that's, that's the thing you use to buy things on eBay, hmm. you know, but with cash up, I felt like all of a sudden, you know, with a blink of an eye, everybody was using it. Yep. And yeah. I, I try to try to not use it for a while. And then, you know, um, people just assume I had it and I eventually had to get it, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> but I feel like it's going to happen. With or without you, with or without me, without, without us, blockchain technology is going to exist and continue to get better. And just for all the listeners out there, I mean, I truly believe this is going to be the next, not just the next big thing, but it's going to be the next big thing that's going to stay, you know. So with us and change our life, which is, you know, um, blockchain technology. I mean, all the benefits of it and very little downside, you know. um, Yeah.
1: And there's still so many more benefits that we didn't get into. Exactly. But Johnny, this has been an amazing, valuable conversation. And <laughs> Likewise. Uh, yeah. So in, in closing uh, a couple of things, uh, one, I'd like to ask uh, my favorite part is asking you about, you know, what your favorite project
0: is and why. Uh, I'm assuming project re- regarding uh, crypto, right? Yes, that's right. Oh man. Um, you know, so I, like I mentioned before, I just recently got back into it. So I, um, uh, I don't know there, there, I haven't discovered a new, uh, DAP that I was, that I haven't looked. Mm-hmm. So that's a, <laughs> but what I'm super excited about is that the, uh, the mainstream media is talking about it, mm. you know, because, because of the bullish run that, uh, Bitcoin and Ethereum has done. Yeah. Uh, with more attention on it, I think, uh, there's going to be more uh, money pumped into the market, and some people don't like that. They said it's you know like um, artificial inflation or whatever or deflation, or whatever. But I, I feel like since there's more attention there, I feel like more uh, we're getting more uh, people that's adopting uh, crypto. So there's going to be more developers, more people creating things for people like us that consume, mm-hmm. you know. There's going to be people out there that create and there's going to be people that consume. So what I'm excited about is that there's going to be, I'm, I'm waiting for the day when crypto becomes, when, you know, when there was like, uh, when Windows, you know, when Windows operating system had, you know, GUIs, right? Uh, GUI for the acronym for graphic user interface yeah. where, where my parents or my grandparents can, can use it. When the day comes where my parents and grandparents can use cryptocurrency oh, yeah. or, or use, you know, crypto or blockchain technology, that's that's when everybody's going to be using it you know? oh yeah so i'm excited for that day uh but until then i'm I'm still i'm, I'm just recently getting back into it and um i'm excited that i found my wallet you know <laughs> and uh and and i've i fired up all my mining rigs to mine right now and oh, yeah I, th- I think it's averaging like oh geez I want to say about two grand a month right now. It's, it's insane. Nice. I can't with the current market value. It's insane. That's great. Um, with it being cold outside in Texas, I, I literally turn off my heaters cause I moved, uh, my minor rigs inside my house mm. and they're like, they're serving us space heaters. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting paid to turn on my heat. It's insane. I mean, <laughs> Oh man!
1: All right. So, um, and secondly, yeah, uh, What, uh, would you like to, uh, you know, plug or let people know about you? or, you know, where to find more about you?
0: Oh man! Um, so uh, I'm on, uh, I'm on Facebook and Instagram. But uh, if you want to send me a PM or reach me on on social media, Instagram is probably the fastest. Uh, my Instagram account is at Ninja Johnny. It's N I N J A J O H N N Y. Um, I, I recently started an account with this thing called uh, Minds, um, and I had a lot of artist friends tell me about it because, uh, uh, and I, I'm relatively new on there too, and my, my handle is also Ninja Johnny on there as well. Um, and it's, it's a social media platform where they have like, so the way somebody explained it to me was that uh, why the artist people like it is because, you know, there's certain thing artwork that's uh, not safe for work, Mm -hmm. so a lot of my not safe for work artist friends are on there uh (laughs) but there's a lot of safe for work uh things on there as well so there's a feature or a function in the settings where you can turn on to automatically display you know everything Mm -hmm. or if you wanted to have some parental uh restrictions if you have kids you don't want them seeing all this non-safe for work stuff right right. so you can turn that feature on as well you know But like I said, I've only been on there for a couple of days. Uh, I feel like it's a hybrid between uh, like a Facebook and a Twitter type thing and Mm -hmm. or in a Patreon because you can create a channel and uh, have subscribers on there as well. Like paid, you can have a free and a paid. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, all my all my content I always do for free uh, no matter what. So Instagram right now is probably the best way to follow me or keep up to date or get a hold of me. Mm -hmm. Um, But. Uh, and but, any business or events. Kind yes, of, yeah. yes. So, uh, yeah, so if you, all, all, most of my business stuff is still on uh, Facebook. So uh, Bit Bar Temple, uh, you can find on Facebook. Uh, um, I'm all, I'm one of the co-founders of Bell County Comic Con, which is a comic convention in Central Texas. Um, you can find that on Facebook as well. And then lastly, Iconic Comics is on uh, Facebook as well. Mm -hmm. And that's an indie publishing company. Mm -hmm. Uh, We recently launched uh, an intellectual property called Common America. uh, Common, spelled K-A-M-E-N, which is uh, Japanese for mask. Uh, It's a female superhero we created that we launched on Kickstarter and Indiegogo. And the first 12 uh, minutes we launched, we hit $12,000 in backers. And last time I checked, which was uh, uh, early this morning, we, we hit over $60,000 in, uh, wow. in supporters. So we're, we're super excited about that. We, we, uh, for Iconic Comics, we print super high-quality books. You know, not just, well, it's quality in and, and the writing and artwork, but also quality in the, uh, the, the actual book itself. The paperweight, it's a hardcover, mm-hmm. uh, one thing that we did a lot, a lot for our books that so they're all hard covers. Um, and we, sh, uh, we, we bubble wrap the crap out of it. So it, it gets, your book gets, gets your house in one piece. So, so those are all my shameless plugs. I'm going to go ahead and do, uh, Steve, I
1: appreciate that. <laughs> awesome. Thank you so much, Johnny. All right. Well, in closing, I'd like to just remind everyone, okay. With the museums and galleries taking a hit due to this, uh, societal hardship and, uh, you know the particular health factor that's um you know affecting everyone sales of physical art may have plunged um but the sales in nft well they've re- they've really taken off and they're reaching um all-time highs and they still haven't hit the ce- hit the ceiling on this so this is definitely one venture and one opportunity as far as believing you may have missed the opportunity well i couldn't disagree more I will uh, apply all of the necessary links in the description when the episode comes out and you will find it on the Uptrend um, social media blockchain site. And uh, that way that'll help you um, maybe further your interest and curiosity um, into the NFT space because, um, again, this thing is only just getting started and so have you. I'd like to uh, deliver one quick from the creator of the crypto art um, data website that we mentioned earlier and he states crypto natives are stating to are understating the the value of nfts um, nfts bring to verifying authenticity of the original artwork furthermore how they open up a new business model for artists other than commissions is extremely important so again this is um, going to create a whole new business model for many of you artists out there to really wrap your head around because um, the opportunities are more amazing than you think thank you so much guys Uh, i hope to include so much more fun nft stuff here in the very near future thanks for listening stay tuned for more disruption this is one nation under god and crypto for all
0: The Rogue Media Network Podcast.